out of it if I ever found it. Try to sell it, never sell out of it. I probably only sell one. Good morning, good afternoon, Richmond. It's 12 noon, and I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio, 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM, it is a thirsty Thursday here in Richmond, October 5th, and it's also a Commander's Game Day, and I am fired up. We will do all things Commanders versus Bears. We'll get into the sellout, the third sellout of the season. We'll talk about Josh Harris extending the Metro. It's a primetime game. What's it going to take for the Commanders to get the win? It's the hottest ticket in town. There's going to be an awesome pregame tailgate party. If you're going to the game, I want to hear from you throughout the show today. 833-804-0910. 833-804-0910. Cindy Bourne from the Washington Post will give us her perspective on the game at 2.30. I'll give you guys the history of the matchup against the Chicago Bears, as well as the keys to victory coming up at 1.45. Question of the day at 1 p.m. on the Richmond Commander. How... Would you rank Sam Howell's performance compared to the 32 other quarterbacks or the 31 other quarterbacks in the National Football League as a report came out today in which he was ranked 30th out of 32 quarterbacks? The Junkies got into that earlier today right here on 910 The Fan. Mitch Tischler from the Beltway Football Podcast will hop on the show at 1.30 and we'll get some statistics about the primetime matchup from Neil Greenberg at 12.30. I really want to ask Neil, what is it about playing under the under the lights that's so difficult for some quarterbacks? I mean, you look at Daniel Jones. I believe he's 0 of 9 now on Sunday night football or Monday night football. It's just so tough for some guys. But no sports app to start the show today. It is a Commander's Game Day, and that's where we will begin. Got you covered all show long. And let me be clear. This is a must-win football game. The Bears are lousy. They have yet to win a game this year. You cannot let them pick up their first win of the season on your turf. Cannot allow that to happen. I always quote the old Under Armour commercial that I loved growing up. This is your time to protect your house. We must protect our house. Josh Harris has done everything correctly since taking over ownership. From the devil himself, Dan Snyder. He has enhanced The fan experience of training camp. He's making FedEx Field the destination once again. It's going to be an awesome pregame tailgate party. It's the welcome home season. Plenty of former stars attending this game. Everything he's done, he's done right. Now, it's up to Ron Rivera, Jack Del Rio, and Eric Bieniemy to do their job and make sure the boys are fired up and ready to go. Like I said, it is another sellout, the third home sellout of the season. Washington playing against the Bears, and like I mentioned, the Metro was going to stay open late, something Dan Snyder rarely ever did, and you got to give Josh Harris some credit. It's already the hottest hottest ticket in town. There's going to be a huge tailgate party with a go-go band, uh, the backyard band performing live. Should be a ton of fun. Here's what I'm worried about, though. All right, Everything's going great for the Commanders. Home game sold out. Sam Howell bounced back last week. But for the Bears, everything's going wrong, and that's why I'm worried. They have now lost 14 games in a row dating back to last season. You had a report come out yesterday that Matt Eberflus, the head coach, might be coaching for his job. Justin Fields reports out there his job might be on the line. I'm worried. We are going to have to come out and start this game hot. You cannot 
give the Bears any kind of a handicap. You cannot give them an early 3-0, 10-0 lead, and all of a sudden you're playing catch-up, you're playing from behind. It is week five, and that begins tonight right here on 910 The Fan with a two-hour pregame show and a two-hour postgame show as well. If you're watching at home Thursday Night Football, hope you have a smart TV. It is on Amazon Prime with the kickoff scheduled for 8-15. It's the crucial catch game at FedEx Field. Now, we do know that there's going to be a pregame performance at the SeatGeek Legends Plaza. At, at halftime, there was going to be an awesome celebration for Hispanic Heritage Night. And I'm hoping that place is rocking with a ton of burgundy and gold as they will face off against the Chicago Bears tonight from FedEx Field. Here's a couple quick facts for you guys right now. Washington will play their first of two primetime regular season games this week hosting the Chicago Bears. It's the first time Washington will host a Thursday night football game since defeating the Giants in week two of the 2021 season. Last year, Thursday night football, they got the win against the Bears. That was on the road. Uh, and so Washington has done a really good job against the Bears in the past. Overall, 23-21-1 record against Chicago. But they've won the last two, including the last two on Thursday night football as well. Uh, this will be the first time Washington will host the Chicago Bears since 2019 and the second time that they will play the Bears on Thursday night football at FedEx Field. And look, we are looking for a commander's team here. To look good offensively, but the more important thing for me is for them to shut the Bears down with a defense that is going to get after the quarterback. I said it earlier this week. I believe that the Commanders lose this game and give up 20-plus points. Jack Del Rio has to be on the hot seat. This defense is too darn good on paper to have two games this year where they gave up 30 points. Right? And in three, if you include the comeback win against the Denver Broncos, this defense has nothing but first round picks on it, basically. And I'm not talking about just the defensive line. I'm calling him out, out Emmanuel Forbes as well. He needs to have a bounce back game. I need Derek Forrest to have a bounce back game. No more explosive plays. And you know why that worries me? Because Justin Fields might not be great. But, man, is he good at creating explosive plays because he can just keep the play alive. He can be standing around that backfield for seven or eight, nine seconds dodging tackles and then still throw the ball. He doesn't have the greatest arm, but when you're doing scramble drill and guys are running open with five yards of space, you can throw the ball behind them and they can still make the play. And he can burn you with his legs like he did last season in this same matchup. So, Here's good news for the Commanders. Wide receiver Jahan Dotson, who was limited during walkthrough this week, will be active. He had that ankle injury. He's played 72% of the team's offensive snaps during the overtime loss to the Eagles. Briefly left that may, uh, matchup there in the fourth quarter, but then returned and came up with the game-tying touchdown catch uh, in the final second of regulation. So his ankles should be fine. Curtis Samuel was listening. On the injury report, as questionable with quad issue, he will be available. Benjamin St. Juice was on the injury report with a neck issue. He was a full participant. Uh, Quan Martin will be back. Hopefully, they get him into the lineup. I mean, you drafted him in the second round. You've got to get some kind of impact from him. Christian Holmes back as well. So the team should have enough depth defensively 
to go hard in the paint and blitz more than four guys. That's my biggest takeaway here from the last week's game against the Eagles. I feel like Washington wins that game if they had blitzed right out of the gates there in the third quarter. That's when the Eagles came back and turned the game around. So we'll get to my keys to victory on the show today. But right now, let's hear from QB1 Sam Howell on his expectations for this Thursday night football matchup. I really don't measure myself up against anyone else in the league. Um, you know, I just try to be the best version of myself, the best player that I can be each and every week and kind of just let my play do the talking. But I don't look and try to say I'm trying to be better than whoever. Uh, but, yeah, Justin's a heck of a player, and he, he's, he's done some really good things. had a good week last week. We definitely have our hands full with him, but it'll, it'll be a fun matchup. It'll be a good matchup, but I do think Sam needs to outduel Justin Fields for Washington to win this game. It's going to come down to Sam versus Justin and each guy's favorite target. So Washington has three tar- guys that Sam really likes to throw the ball to. That's Curtis Samuel, who has 20 targets this season, Dotson with 25, and Terry McLaurin, 26. McLaurin had a ton of targets early in that Eagles game, and it gave Howell the confidence to sling it around the field to some other guys. With the Bears, it's DJ Moore who has 20 targets through four games. He's gone over 100 yards several games this season. It's going to be key for the Commanders to limit DJ Moore and make Justin Fields beat them with another target. Maybe with his legs, uh, you have to worry if to worry about that, as always, with a running quarterback. They can take the game over by, you know, converting on third and long, by scrambling around, and then running for the first down. So we'll get to my keys to victory, but I'll, I'll tell you right now, I need Sam Howell to outduel Justin Fields. I need Washington to have more sacks than the Chicago Bears, and I need Washington to win the turnover battle. That is the most important things, the pathways to success here on Thursday Night Football for the Commanders. Phone lines are open if you want to chime in. 833-804-0910. Give me your keys to victory. 833-804-0910. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. You're listening to AWOD Radio on the fan. Welcome back. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on a Commanders game day. Thursday night football at home hosting the Chicago Bears. Give you guys my keys to victory coming up in a little bit. Richmond Commander every day at 1 p.m. Give me your thoughts on the game, 833-804-0910. Neil Greenberg will join the program. Talk about the statistics behind what makes primetime football so tough for some quarterbacks. Mitch Tischler will join the show, give his take on the game. He's part of the Beltway Football Podcast at 1.30. And then, of course, every Thursday at 2.45, AWOD Certified Game of the Week, guaranteeing that football fans around the country will enjoy this game, no matter the two teams in the contest. I'm guaranteeing that it will be a great game. And for I'll tell you, spoiler alert for this week, It's pretty obvious uh, when you look at the Sunday night football matchup. But right now, uh, as we do most days at 12.15, it's time to bring in Michael Phillips for a little crosstalk. What's going on, Michael P.? Yo, what's up? Uh, You know, the phones were an issue earlier. Glad glad to hear we're uh, we're rolling now. Absolutely. So where in the world is Michael Phillips right now? Are you on Broad Street? (laughs) I am rolling towards VCU on Broad Street, towards uh, towards MCV. Pick up uh, pick up a little second gig here, a little uh, little side hustle, um, you know. But never never too busy to talk football. I love it. Let's roll the clip for crosstalk. If I could just have your attention, it's crosstalk with Adam Epstein and Michael Phillips on the fan. It's like that one '90s movie that everybody loved. 
What's the name of that movie? It's not Crosstalk, but it sounds like Crosstalk. It's Crosstalk on the fan. Oh, Face Off with Travolta and Nick Cage. But this is Crosstalk. All right, John Travolta, here we go. Let's get right into it with with the Commanders against the Denver Broncos. You know, what's it going to take for Washington to win this game tonight? You know, the the defense has to show. They have to contain Justin Fields. They have to limit the number of ground yards he gets. You you have to play within the system. You have to stop everything that that they like to do, that that mobile junk that works so well against the Commanders. Um, They're more talented. The more talented team needs to take care of business and win tonight. Absolutely. I mean, you're at home. You have to keep the Bears uh, only defeated. You can't let them end that that streak there uh, and get their first win of the season. Here's an interesting question the Junkies proposed, and I I like it because I actually agree. Last week, I said no moral victories. They said it was a moral victory. I hate them for that. It was almost like EB was rooting for it to just be close. My heart was on the line, beaten as fast as possible there as we lost an overtime I took the L I I took it personally but they said is it a moral loss if the commanders just squeak out a victory a la last season 12 to 7 would you consider that a moral loss that's the thing that happens to good teams Adam and I'm not we're not I I love how excited everybody is it's two and two we're fired up about Sam Howell Terry McLaurin's great uh we're we're not there yet we're Good teams get to do that. Good teams get to call in all angry to the postgame show after wins. We're, we're not there yet. We're working towards it. I hope someday that would be my absolute pleasure in life, Adam, to host a two-hour show where I just get frothy mad about a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not there yet. Yeah, no, I, I I do agree. I mean, a, a win is a win. It's always a win. Can't tie the Bears, even if you know the final score is six to three. It's still a win. There will be something to celebrate. Uh, but I do think this is an important game for Jack Del Rio. Last year, he used this game as the Bears uh, as a you know a turning point for the defense. They've given up thirty points way too often this season. Are they going to be able to use this as a turning point? You know, I'm I'm really got my eye on that front four, right? One of the things Jack Del Rio's been criticized for is why don't you blitz more? Why don't you send help? Um, and one of two things needs to happen tonight: one, he does blitz and they make it work, or two, he doesn't blitz and they make it work. Uh, Chase Young's still up there, Montez Sweat's still up there, Allen and Payne are still up there. How they contain Fields, how they bring Fields down. You saw glimpses of it. You saw moments. I love that sack Chase Young had, you know, against the Eagles, where he just bulldozes dudes, gets one hand on Jalen Hurts, pulls him to the ground with his raw strength. That can't negate four other plays where you allow him out of the pocket, where you allow him an uncontested look downfield. It's all got to be a team effort the entirety of the way. And yeah, I mean, Del Rio's teams have a history of starting slow and picking up the pace. It doesn't make it okay, but it, it at least leads me to believe there could be something there. Michael Phillips with us here on the hotline for a little crosstalk. Check out MP on the mic Monday through Friday from 10 to 12 noon. And then we've got Grant and Danny coming up next from 3 to 6.30. Uh, Michael, so you know we're doing the Odyssey NFL Survivor Pool. And uh, I I do have to tell the audience, you have paid back and bought back in twice now. All right, after the Vikings lost and the Jaguars lost, you got a week Four win picking the 49ers. You're on the clock. Who do you want week five? I'm really nervous about this pick, Adam. I am taking the Miami Dolphins 
who are flying high, untouchable offense against the New York Giants, who just could not throw their way out of a paper bag right now. Uh, I am just sweating right now. My body is pouring with sweat. I feel like I'm, I might be putting juice back in the New York Giants season, and I hate myself for it. I, I actually love the pick. I would have gone with Dolphins if I didn't already use them in week three. And, and you know what? We were talking with Jeff Wicker during the break there, uh, host of Wicker and Wild, and it's cool how we got all the people from uh, the station involved. And, and I told him, look, my strategy now is to look at not who's going to win, but who's going to lose. And I think the Giants are going to lose, so I do really like the pick, Michael. Uh, but let's get to the other bit that we're doing every week here on AWOD Radio. Michael Phillips and myself have a season-long sweat where each of us will cancel a team. When you hear this sound, you know that team's season is done. You're fired. Each week, we will look back at the weekend of NFL football, and each of us will cancel a franchise. Turn in your pads and your helmets. Your season is done. A canceled franchise means Michael Phillips or myself believe you have no chance of winning the Super Bowl. We are going to cancel 18 teams throughout the course of the season and into the playoffs. If one of the teams that we have remaining wins the Super Bowl, you are victorious. Michael Phillips has canceled the Giants, the Cardinals, and the Bears. Care to comment on any of the teams that you've canceled? Zero sweat here. Uh, I feel quite vindicated in all three selections. Uh, just cruise into a nice, smooth 18-week victory here and uh, feel good about today's selection as well. All right, I have canceled the Carolina Panthers. Terrible quarterback play. I've canceled the Chicago Bears, so I, I would be, I would be uh, so upset if they beat the Commanders tonight. <laughs> yeah. And I've also canceled the Denver Broncos and I feel really good about canceling the Broncos. Like that, that I, I don't know why, but I have pleasure in canceling the Broncos already this season. <laughs> I'm so excited that I get to cancel them still. I'm going to save it for a special week, like maybe light some candles, really set the mood. I'm, I'm going to enjoy it. All right, Michael, who would you like to cancel this week? Adam, this one actually brings me no pleasure because I have admired him for a long time. He is a controversial controversial figure in the world of football he won super bowls people accused him of cheating he won super bowls people said it's because he has tom brady i like him i like his innovation i like his style he is an all-timer great football coach but adam they have mac jones he's (laughs) not any good they have a defense that's porous right now they seem to have a new assistant coach every week they don't have any answers they they're ceiling right now the very best they could do is to be the third-best team in that division because they're not going to get better than the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills, of course. I am canceling the New England Patriots. You're fired. I like that. I like that. You know, he's coming off the worst loss of his career. Uh, Maybe they bounce back against the Saints uh, with, you know, the Saints struggling uh, using a backup quarterback there. Uh, while Carr tries to recover. But, yeah, it is so weird to see the Patriots struggle. And I think it's more than just Mac Jones, too. Like, there's something going on in New England where the guys, it's not, it's like he's not firing them up like he used to, you know? He he had the mojo when they were winning. When they were winning, guys would do anything to be a part of that. Guys won't do anything to be a part of 6 and 10. That, That doesn't interest them. All right, Michael, I'm going to take the easy way out of this one here. and I, It's a struggle for me trying to pick the fourth team that I want to cancel. And so I'm going to you know, go with a team that you've already canceled before. And look, 
I told you guys before the season, I predicted this team would only win three games. And they've already won one, shocking the world, defeating the Dallas Cowboys. But they're coming off of a 19-point loss against the 49ers. I think the Bengals have a get-right game against the Arizona Cardinals. I will cancel the Arizona Cardinals. You're fired. Yeah, I think they might have even been better with Clint, uh, Kingsbury this season. <laughs> oh, he, he's, he's in his trillion-dollar house somewhere enjoying the view and laughing about all this. Yeah, yeah. So I, I feel pretty good about my cancellation. You feeling good about yours, Michael? I, I feel good, and I, I think obviously you made a great selection. The Cardinals aren't going anywhere. You, you, you look at the division at a certain point, too, right? It's not just the team, but their opponents. Look at Cardinals is a great pick. Because the Niners are going to win that division. There's no way you can get enough juice to contend there. The Seahawks look like a credible team. The Rams, against all odds, look like a very credible contender, despite how young they are. Love Sean McVay as a coach. There's just no path forward there. Michael, what's your final score for Thursday Night Football? You know, I, I, I'm going to go... Commanders twenty-one to twenty. We we are gonna. I, I love the Bears with the points tonight. I really do. I just I just don't see a situation where the Bears roll over. But that is a win. So that's a victory Friday. <laughs> <laughs> we will take it we, any way we can get it. We will take it. I love that. The, the junkies might call it a moral loss. We'll be celebrating victory Friday. <laughs> I Michael, certainly will. Yep. Thanks so much, man. I'll talk to you tomorrow. You bet. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. We'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new sports radio 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. So let's look back for the first four weeks of the season here. Week one, Arizona Cardinals. Everyone knows they're going to be a lousy team this year. It's not a good franchise going in in the wrong direction. It's a must-win game. You get the win. You squeak out the victory 20-16. to Week 2 on the road against the Denver Broncos. An unbelievable opportunity to go to 2-0 for the first time since 2011. You know what? After trailing by 18, they come back and they get the dub. And then we all knew the next two games were going to be tough. A lot of people call, were calling them measuring stick games, right? Well, get the... Get your socks knocked off by the Bears. I mean, they just destroyed, I mean, not the Bears, by the Bills. They just destroyed the Commanders 37-3. And then another measuring stick game against the Eagles, team that went to the Super Bowl last year, your offense bounces back. And really, I think you played good enough to win that game. Come away with the loss in overtime. It sets up a must-win matchup here Thursday Night Football against the Chicago Bears. And joining us right now on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline is Neil Greenberg. What's going on, Neil? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well here. And, of course, Neil is a sports writer and stats geek for the Washington Post. So I want to start with a bunch of statistics questions here. And Are there any statistics that back up why primetime is so tough for some quarterbacks? Like, I know Daniel Jones has been terrible under the lights. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's anything that I would draw too much conclusions. I would I would probably say... Rest and travel would be the two biggest um, factors in terms of affecting performance. Um, you know, I'm hesitant to say that a quarterback can't produce in prime time because he had one or two bad games, mm-hmm. but I but I do think that the the rest factor is very real, um, and it's always the coaching to get them ready. You look at Ron Rivera um, at home on three days rest, and he's 0 for 6 against the spread, for instance. So. You know, that's just um, 
to me, that's that's an illustration of, of underperforming, maybe not having your team ready to play. Um, so I would say that those are the two factors that I would look at most of, most of all. I found it quite interesting what Logan Paulson told us yesterday, and, and maybe it has to do with the experience, how much you've played in prime time, because he was saying, you know, you don't play much prime time football past high school, right? Most college games are at 12 or 1 o'clock or even midday, and then once you get to the NFL, if you're not a good franchise, you're not playing a lot of prime time games. And so he was saying how it kind of takes you back to high school being under the lights of a big game like that. Yeah, I mean, it gets even bigger if you have, like, a pop star icon in the, in the stands <laughs> as well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're, they're supposed to be showcase games. They're the only games on the slate more times than not. And it's, um, you know, it's got to be an exciting feeling for, uh, for a team. And, um, you know, it's uh, if you play well, you know, it could also, you know, help change the narrative because you're the news story for better or for worse, over, what, the next two or three days, um, provided there's nothing else that's really happening aside from injury reports in the NFL. Um, so it's a way to to really take the spotlight for yourself and um, you know show what you can and, and you can't do as a team. Neil Greenberg with us here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. Follow Neil on social media and Greenberg, sports writer for the Washington Post. What's been so frustrating for me watching this team defensively is they have so much talent, but they're just underperforming. Statistically, how bad has the commander's defense been this season? It hasn't been good. Um, I, I, I hesitate to say it's, it's, it's bad, but they're probably average overall, <clears throat> which you know, you're, you're, you're thinking with all the talent that they have and all the expectations, you know, probably should have been better. The run defense has been good. Um, the, the pass rush hasn't really been good. I mean, there was, there was a lot of hope uh, when Chase Young got his sack and, um, you know, that maybe he was back. But by and large, they're in the bottom third of the NFL for, for pass rushing. Um, and the the pass coverage has been a, a challenge. I mean, we, you know, Emmanuel Forbes is being picked on a little bit, but he's not the only one. I mean, Jamin Davis has allowed 12 of 14 targets to be caught. Um, Cody Barton, 15 of 18. You know, those are are some big numbers. And um, you know, you're with the NFL being a passing game. If you're not able to to rush the passer, you're not able to you know provide solid pass coverage. You're going to have a hard time. Do you know how often the Commanders are just sending four compared to other teams around the league? Because you know, just you know, my amateur eyes watching the game, it feels like every other team sends five or six guys, and Jack Dorio just believes, hey, our guys are first round draft picks. We should be able to get the job done with only blitzing four. Um, it looks like they send. Um, let's see. Hold on. Um, they send four for pass rushing. Um, I'm looking now and just uh, trying to figure this out. So they send four about 32 percent of the time. So that's about average for the NFL. Okay. Okay. 
So it's it, it, it is average, but he, he just look. It's just not getting the job done. It, it comes down to that, and this is a team that's now given up thirty points uh, in the past three games here. So you're hoping Thursday night football they can turn it around. Uh, it's also interesting too that Thursday night football games feel like they're always sloppy. Do the statistics back that up? <laughs> well, there was definitely a stretch last year where it seemed like every every Thursday night football game was a snooze fest. Yeah. Um, I'm not expecting that today. Um, I'm actually pretty optimistic about the Washington's offense in particular, um, especially Sam Howell. You know, I think that if there's ever going to be a game where he's going to go off, this has to be it because Chicago does not have a good pass rush at all, mm-hmm. um, and their their coverage is very suspect. Um, they're allowing the most net yards per game, um, save for Denver. So this is a this is a situation where if they want to pass the ball, they should be able to pass the ball. And the biggest challenge I think for Sam Howell, which is not breaking any news, was his sack rate. So if he's able to stay in a clean pocket, you know, I I am expecting a a decent day from him. And um, I think that this is this is a critical game for him because if he can't do it against Chicago, um, you know, you have to kind of question, well, who who can he have a big game against? Yeah, and it's no secret that he's just taken way too many sacks. Now It's not like the Bears are getting an incredible amount of pressure. But when it comes to Sam Howell taking sacks, from what you've seen, how much is it on him and how much is it on the offensive line? Because I do think, like last game in particular, I wouldn't put many of the – I think there were five sacks. I don't think I would put any of them on Sam Howell. But the game before against the Bills, I would put almost all of them on Sam Howell. Yeah, I would say it's about half. I mean, there's certainly situations where he is part of the problem, but there's also situations where, um, you know, he, he's just not getting – the receivers aren't getting separation. He's not able to, to find them in time. Um, so I would say it's about about half and half. I mean, you know, <clears throat> I don't think you can see a, a quarterback sack nine times and place the blame on him every time. I mean, I don't think he'd see another game. Um, you know, that has to be coverage breakdowns. That has to be, you know, just poor offensive line play. Um, so I think, you know, tonight is, is big for him. It's big for him because it, it, he, he shouldn't be harassed as much as he has been lately, and, and especially not like the Buffalo game. Um, you know, if he is, then that says to me there's some tape out there that, that – that shows that he's he's got a big weakness and it'll start to be exploited. Neil Greenberg with us here on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline, sports writer for the Washington Post. Uh, what is your official prediction for tonight and the reasoning behind it? Um, I I I think this this the game's going to go over. Um, I I personally have uh, the over in terms of of a wager. Um, I <clears throat> I I do like the Bears to cover only because of the trend of Ron Rivera not being able to, to cover on, on Thursday night in these situations. Um, you know, I, I look, I, I don't think Washington should be like a six point favorite over many teams in, in the NFL. Um, so I just think that this might be a close one. I, I, I think the bears can, can probably do some things offensively as well. Um, especially, you know, taking their, their shots at the, at the secondary when they want to. Yeah. Um, so I think it's going to go over. I think we'll see some points. And um, I do think Washington wins, but you know, maybe by uh, a field goal. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like the trend says it's going to be a close game. Look at every game this year besides the Bills game. It's come down to the wire. Neil, great stuff, man. I appreciate it. 
All right, talk to you soon. Yep, you're listening to AWOD Radio here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Still to come on the show today, my keys to victory. We'll look back at the history between the Chicago Bears and the Commanders, and we'll take your phone calls, 833-804-0910. What's it going to take for the Commanders to get a primetime win at home against the Bears? 833-804-0910. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. I'll be right back. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. Here on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Your home for the Washington Commanders, the Flying Squirrels, the Virginia Tech Hokies, and the best damn sports talk in town. You've got the Sports Junkies, Monday through Friday from 6 to 10 a.m. MP on the mic, 10 to noon. I take over from 12 to 3 before we pass it off to Grant and Danny. And tonight, Grant and Danny will cut off at 6 so you can hear the Commanders pregame show. We got Tech Talk Live and then back to Julie Donaldson for the Commanders broadcast. And uh, did want to give a big shout-out real quick to the boys from Bit Season, the producers of the Junkies. They work so hard every day to make sure those guys are informed and ready to put on an entertaining radio show. The Junkies would not have survived 24 years. 25 years if it wasn't for Matt Cahill and Matt Myers. Now they've created their own podcast, Bit Season. And thanks to Don't Sleep Energy, they're coming on our show every Friday at 1245 for Don't Sleep on These Picks. And Bit Season is celebrating episode 100 today. So make sure you download that. Check it out on iTunes or Spotify or on the Odyssey app by just searching Bit Season to support the guys behind the glass but it is a commander's game day so we will be talking commander's bears throughout the show today still to come i'll give you my keys to victory linnell willingham who was on overtime last night on 1067 the fan talking about the game he'll join us today at 2 p.m and then cindy boren from the washington post she'll join the program once again and give her take on commander's bears thursday night football at 2 30 uh but right now I wanted to get into the fact that I am hosting a cookout with a bunch of my friends for Thursday night football. It's the first time that I'm I'm hosting a bunch of my friends for a game this season. I figured, you know what? Washington does not play on primetime often. And you know what? I'm feeling good about their chances of getting a win. And and you know what? Even if, like Neil said, or or Michael Phillips, 21-20 or or 27-24, something like that, even if they don't cover the spread, a win is a win. So I'm fired up for that, Stubb. Should be a good one. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to have a cookout tonight. So what do I need to make sure I have prepared for this cookout? All right. I pulled up nine essentials oh, okay. in, in no order. It is okay. not. And so you're saying, if I do not have these nine items, it is a failure for my boys. It is a boys. failure for your boys. Okay. Number one, vegetable tray with dip in the middle. I, I, you got to you know have what? a healthy option. I'll give you a ding for that. But you know what? I, I don't usually go with that option, but here's what I will say: my boy did have my boy had a Thursday night football get together for uh, Eagles Vikings, and he had the vegetable. You need dip. the tray, and you know what? Here's why it's important: is because pregame you don't really want to eat too much meat. You know, you don't yeah. want it. You don't want to have the burger or the chicken wings before the game starts or an hour before the game. You want to start with some vegetables. Yeah. So you're right. I'm gonna go pick that up today. Exactly. Right. Yeah, and the ranch in the middle. It's not that healthy because you know you're, what's going to be funny though. Those broccoli. Yeah, nobody's going to eat the broccoli though. They'll uh, eat the carrots. They'll eat the cauliflower. 
Usually Dude, people if, stay away if from broccoli. I'm there, I'm eating all the broccoli. Oh, really? Are you oh, yeah. broccoli feed? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You big giant tree. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Number two, meat and cheese. Okay. Just like the on a tray. With crackers, maybe, maybe not, but you need Who do you, you think I am? Salami. You think I can afford a, a charcuterie board it's here? Not, you, dude, they got them for like five, ten bucks at Kroger. Okay. Just, you get the salami and the pep with the, the different types of cheese. You oh my need goodness. it. I'm gonna, let me see how much money I have in my wallet. <laughs> I have I have one dollar. How am I going to do this cookout? All right. How are you going to do any cookout with one dollar? <laughs> I don't know. We'll put it on the credit card. What's next? next? Okay, we had some debate about this. Okay. Because you're, an, you're against them, but Cool Ranch Doritos... Are a cookout necessity. You I, can be out on Doritos. I am out on Doritos because I read a book that says the dust in Doritos lives in your body for the rest of your life. But I know you got some boys there that don't care about you, that. You're right. And here's why I will say chips aren't essential. Of course. Maybe yeah. maybe I go with a, a lighter option like a sun chip or you know, an, no, uh, if an you, off-brand. If you have you a think football I need cookout with Doritos. sun chips, you're going to get made fun of. You think I need the blue Doritos? I, I, that's why I pick. You can go with another chip. Just don't do sun chips. All right. All right. What's I, next? Uh, uh, next up, the dogs. What's the dogs? The, the hot dogs. Oh, hot dogs. <laughs> glizzies. Because, yeah. yeah, the glizzies. Because you, know, you could do burgers, but that you could mess those up. Yeah. I don't know how good you are. You can't mess up a dog. Oh, you don't know how good I am. Are you, hey, stop. I worked at Carytown Burgers and Fries okay, when okay. I was in college, all right? No, we're not. They weren't known for their hot dogs, but I know how to cook a dog in burgers. We're, you know, I'm an expert on the grill. There's not many things that I consider myself an expert at. I'm an expert on the expert grill. on the grill. Okay. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I, I didn't want to doubt you. No. I just you There's gotta have the back of dogs. a lot of things I do that make me less manly. But <laughs> when I'm on the grill, I, I turn into you know, uh, uh, my beard gets longer all of a sudden. Yeah. 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 Okay. You need the soda triple threat. Whoa. That's, that's okay. a cola, lemon, lime, and orange. Really? You need all three. Is that you need? Is that like to mix with alcohol, or you think I just I need a carbonated beverage? There? You need a carbonated beverage. There. All right, you and know I what? I think that... you need one of each, All right. and, and you can choose. I I would go with. This is going to be the most expensive cookout of my Dude, life. It's not that. This, these are essentials. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I was trying to put together a cheap last minute cookout. If, if you want a cheap one, that's fine. But yeah. you asked for cookout. No, you're right. And I'm I'm. I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to cook out for a commander's I'm win. I'm trying to help out your boys. Let's do it. Let's do it. So I, I'd, I'd go with the Coke Sprite Fanta. Okay. Uh, you you can switch it up there. Okay. I don't know if you have preferences. If you like Starry, whatever no. that's called. <laughs> no. No. I was a big Diet Coke fan for a long time. Mm-hmm. Of course. What else? Uh, this is an underrated pick that people might forget about, but chairs. Yeah. You need <laughs> you need chairs. You know what? I'm gonna if, I'm gonna say my apartment complex needs to cover that. We've got it. We've got a few benches for people to sit. I'm not going to carry chairs down to the second floor to the grill. I, yeah, I'm out on that. I'm well, not, I've got a shoulder thing going now. Okay. Not, all right. So there will be seating. That's a good there, call. There will be. Yes. Right, there will be seating. Maybe you know tell people to bring their yeah, own I'm chairs. Yeah, I'm going to tell my friends that are in the apartment complex. They can bring your own yeah, chair bring if you want to seat comfortable. Because yeah. if you're sitting outside, people don't want to be standing. That's a good all point. Time. That's a good point. I will. I'll make sure to clean my couch too. Right, because yeah. my couch yeah. sometimes fills up with crumbs. Give it, give it you know a, bit of a, I mean? a bit of a vac. Yeah, give it a little vacuum, yeah. a little suction. Yeah. I got a, I got a, I got a denim couch. <laughs> Back <laughs> in my place, you ever seen one of those? No, dude, it's 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 the jouch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Okay, this could go either way. I threw it in there because I love to see it when I'm at a cookout. But some piggies and blankies. Yep, 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 yep. yep. I'm all in all on in. pigs and blankets. I will give my aunt the most credit in the world. She made sure that there were pigs blankets at Thanksgiving every year. 
because Awad eats the pigs yeah, in the you blankets. Go. You know, my I like my pigs skinny. I like, the, <laughs> you know, so pigs in a blankets, it's a must. I will even say maybe even pizza rolls. Yeah, like, I was you thinking need something an, an oven. app for sure, yeah. an oven baked app. And, and you know what? I could throw those on the grill and char grill them too. Yeah, I've, I've never seen someone do that. That could... I might mess it you up, could, but I'll yeah, go for you it. You could home make the piggies and blankies. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> slow down. Oh, All I right. thought you were a professional I'm, griller. I'm a, but yeah, but you have to bake them. You know, you yeah, have to you'd have yeah. to bake them first. You know. Yeah, I guess so. All right, what else we got this, here? This this is more of a, a, a for maybe people who have never done a cookout. Yeah. Don't use real plates. Don't use real cups. Yeah, don't good use call. Real good utensils. calls. You get, know what? Get those disposable. I might need to pick up some more yeah. paper plates. You don't want to do dishes after a cookout. That's a great <laughs> call. I don't want to do dishes <laughs> any day yeah. of the week. So if you got like 10 people over or something yeah. like that, and you're going to use every single plate in your house, you, that's a that good call. Because I have extra solo cups, too, that will be used. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And then the last thing is some MF and brewskis for the boys. Yeah. yeah. That, that's obvious. How, how Like, what's a good number? Because here's the thing is that, like, it's sh- like if you're coming to my cookout tonight, you should bring some beer yeah. also, right? I, I shouldn't be in trouble. The other stuff, that's fine, right? Uh-huh. The food, maybe you yeah. can help out as well. But the utensils and all the good stuff is on me. The mm-hmm. brews, I think I need the boys to so. come through. I think so. I mean, maybe have your own. Like a 12 like 20, pack. 12 or 24 pack yeah. that's sitting there if someone forgot. Yeah. But nothing, nothing extreme. That shouldn't be on you. You know what you didn't mention, which I do have in my freezer right now, is I love an old-fashioned I, from the ABC store, I got an old-fashioned premix already, mm-hmm. and so it just basically tastes like an old-fashioned. You pour it out, and it is strong. That yeah. is a good cookout. Like, have that before the game. Go 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 hard before the game, and then beers during. The yeah, game. I don't I don't know I don't know how uh, mixed drinks and cookouts are. I feel like that's that's a can environment. Well, if you're pouring me. it, I'm I'm thinking um, I pre-make a few of them, put them in solo cups, have like okay. five or six for the boys already ready sure, to sure. go. You know, you I gotta, will say I have had a cookout before, and uh, the, my friends did not make it to kickoff. The, the boys go hard for the commanders. The boys go hard for the. You commanders. got a you got a fold out table. Uh, I do. Yeah. Okay, that's good. yeah. That's for, good for a little beer pong, yeah, right? Little, little yeah, pong, yeah. little little, little pong. activity. Yeah, because that's the thing is, if it's going to be a true cookout tonight, I want the boys to come over like two hours early. Maybe yeah. you know what you didn't even mention it. I need to get cornhole. I got to have an activity. Ooh, Right? Yeah. Because you can't just really throw the pig skin around. You know, we're in our thirties. One of <laughs> you know, we got guys going through shoulder surgery here. We gotta play a game that's uh, a little a more low key. Little little light on the limbs. Yeah, yeah. Have little. you ever played can jam? That is I, yeah, one of my the, favorites. The frisbee one you throw the frisbee, but then it. you try to like slap yeah, it in. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, because you you get real competitive. I'm a with bocce that guy. You're a bocce guy. I'm a bocce guy. guy. Bocce my, ball? Yeah. Who, were you born in the sixties? <laughs> Oh my god! I haven't played bocce ball since 1999. Dude, it's it's awesome. <laughs> All right, I'll 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 hit the group chat uh, chat up and say, hey, does anyone have bocce ball? Stub needs bocce ball. <laughs> All right, Stub, you're invited tonight. We're throwing down Awad's cookout, and hopefully the Commanders will get the win. We'll preview the game and give you my keys to victory coming up next on the Richmond Commander.